Now, most of us think about our wills or our trusts as simply vehicles that convey our assets at our death. You know, I'm alive and I take care of my assets and then I pass away and the assets go to my spouse or the assets go to my children or grandchildren or other loved ones. But there's a critical element that we see commonly because we see a lot of trust from other places. Uh, being here in Fort Myers in Naples, Florida, a lot of our clients come from northern uh, locations. A lot of them already have wills and trusts in place and we read those wills and trusts. And one of the things that we're looking for that is very important to you as our client are the disability provisions. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, uh, if I should become disabled, uh, now not necessarily physically disabled, but if I become mentally disabled, let's say I have Alzheimer's or dementia or something terrible like that, well, at that point, I really shouldn't be managing my financial affairs anymore, should I? We actually had a client that developed Alzheimer's and he started writing $10,000 checks to his housekeeper. Well, when that starts to happen, you become a financial danger to yourself. In that case, what we did is we have provisions that are already built into your document that discuss how you can be removed as your own trustee. And we also have powers of attorney documents and other such documents. Now, is that a concern? Well, it could be. Uh, in, in my 29 years of practice, I've yet to have a family uh, remove one of my clients as trustee too early, but I've had several that have waited too long. So we have disability provisions that define what disability is, that define who can uh, name you as disabled, who can remove you as your own trustee. Now, in some of the trusts that we look at that talk about these disability provisions, uh, it names a physician. You know, my physician will remove me if I should become disabled. Well, you should know that a lot of physicians are worried about their liability and they won't sign a document like that. So typically, we use a disability panel. Now, it might be some loved ones, it might be some friends, it might consist of one of your friends who's a physician or a physician. Uh, we can put any number of individuals on your disability panel. Now, another concern when I become disabled is who's my trust benefit? Well, of course, it'll benefit me. What about those dependent upon me? What if I'm supporting uh, someone else? What if my kids are going to college or I'm supporting an elderly parent? Can my trust continue, can the trustee continue to pay uh, money to make distributions for the benefit of that person dependent upon me? Well, the IRS came out in a revenue ruling not too long ago that said that those gifts that are made that do not, uh, that are not specifically called for in the trust, in other words, it doesn't say that I can continue helping this person, my trust can continue helping this person in the event of my disability, well, the IRS considers those taxable gifts. So it's really important to consider your disability because that might be a prolonged period of time and we want to make sure that the trust does what you want the trust to do and benefit not only you but those dependent upon you and your loved ones who you want to help.